Welcome to Two Keys in the Pod. We're coming to you from Christmas Eve. No, New Year's Eve of 2021. And if you are listening anywhere in the future, you know that that is a feat in and of itself. All right. Because 2021 was quite a year. I don't know if it was worse than 2020, but it, it was a year. All right. But I'm Shantiana Keys. I'm the oldest of the Keyses. So I'm Keys number one. I'm Andrea on the keys. I'm the youngest. I'm 26. Just turned 26. <laughs> You're like fresh, fresh 26. <laughs> birthday just passed. Birthday close to Christmas. How was your Christmas? Because obviously you're in a unique situation. Maybe fill the people in on what your, your life circumstances right now. Yeah. So Christmas, I mean, it was good. I can't lie and say it wasn't, but I was not at home. I'm in Romania right now, my fourth season, which is crazy to think about. But with that, you either go home or you don't. So some of us have, we can go home in our contracts. They'll pay for you to go home, all this sort of stuff. Um, I do have that, but we had games. So you can only go home if you don't have games um, within the a reasonable time. So we had a game the 23rd night maybe and this was away so like hours and hours away I think the drive was maybe eight hours to get back here the 24th to then have another game on the 29th so it just was not any type of time for me to go back home to Georgia um so far away so I was here we have like a little festival Christmas market I've gone there like eight times it's so small (laughs) like there's nothing else new to see, but I keep on going back there. They got a bunch of lights and stuff, so it was fun. But you spent your birthday mostly alone, correct? Right. So birthday alone, Christmas alone, and now New Year's Eve alone. But I mean, honestly, I can't say that I would be doing too much if I right. were at home. Right. Me and mom were talking about that the other day. Like, we really just sit on the couch and just like sit at the house on holidays anyway. So it was like. You weren't really missing much. Me and mom would just sat on the couch. <laughs> right. And but I mean, <laughs> I'm at on my couch. Everything else like that. So no. eating food. That's um. definitely true. Actually, mom kind of like scooted me out the door because she had some adult business to get to. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm a I'm a golden. But yeah, I didn't do anything. But before we get into what we're going to talk about for the podcast, just quick introduction of ourselves. Obviously, Adriana lives in Romania right now. Um, I still live outside Atlanta in the suburbs where we grew up. Uh, in short, I'm like two, I'm like, I am two and a half years older than Andriana, three grade levels, if anybody cares about that. <laughs> uh, we are very different. As you can see, if you're watching the video, you know, Andriana came pressed and ready to go. And that that's not always my vibe, but I mean, you know, sometimes it is, but uh, as of right now, I don't want to set any expectations that I'm going to be in makeup every time we record. So anyway, like I said, we grew up outside Atlanta. It was just the two of us in the house growing up. We do have a younger brother. And yeah, that's that. we are the two keyses. This is the pod, okay? If the name didn't make sense. Is there anything else you would like the people to know about you, Andrea? Obviously, you play basketball. We, we come Th- That's pretty much what the people need to know. <laughs> that, that's your personality. <laughs> that's that's my life I'm overseas like I said playing professional basketball for a season um went to Purdue we all know this stuff um if you follow me on social if you follow me on social media you kind of know um but yeah ball is life so and I just turned 26 and yeah (laughs) you want to make sure we we know that 
Oh my gosh. And if the people wanted to know, because if they don't know all about my life, I am 28. Um, and wow, life. Life comes at you fast, okay? Uh, this is a unique position for millennials to be going through your 20s during COVID and a pandemic. Your life is just flying by, okay? All right, a couple hot topics. The first one being, like we just talked about, the pandemic, COVID. Um, I'm not sure about Romania, but I know that Atlanta is still not adhering to any sort of rule. People will be out during New Year's Eve. How is Romania? It's, it's funny. Like, it's not funny. <laughs> no. Funny. Um, but honestly, Romania is literally the same things that you see. Like, the, everything I saw in Atlanta when I was there, I'm still seeing here. You got people who want to wear masks, people who don't. Uh, people who think it's a hoax, people who, you know, so all this other stuff that nobody needs to get into because this is very real. But maybe for like a two month span, you needed a QR code to get into stores or any store. So besides like the food grocery stores that they call the mark, like just the markets, you didn't need to. Everybody could just walk in and go. But if you went to um, maybe like the drugstore or clothing store, you had to have this QR code, fast food restaurants QR code. Um, it's through the government and you, you, as soon as you walk in, somebody's there, they scan it and you go, you don't have it, you don't go in. Like I said, that lasted for two months. Month of December, you have not needed it. So it's just like, everything's rising and we're, you, right. you're free to do what you want to do. So, um, but everything closes at nine. It's been like that. I don't know if this is normal, like every year, but it's been like that since I've been here. So a little different. Yeah, no, we, it's the wild, wild west over here. It, all, it has been. Were you home when Atlanta shut down? Yeah. yeah. Last year? Okay. Yeah. That lasted a week and a half, maybe. I, the shutdown seemed pretty long, but we were shut down. I was at Walmart every day. <laughs> okay. <that's, laughs> uh, look, I'll say once we like opened a little more, I was at Home Goods literally like all pandemic at the beginning. It was ridiculous, but no, like, the governor closed stuff for real for maybe like a week. And then yeah. Atlanta was like wilded. I mean, street racing, like it just was, it was chaotic. And yeah, weren't we the first ones to open back up stuff? Like probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah, no, we definitely have a reputation, I think, during the pandemic for just wilding out and not caring. Um, yeah. for a lot of different reasons, but yeah, from all yeah. fronts. Love that city though. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, but you know, it does get a little wild and irresponsible sometimes, for sure. Side note, and I didn't say this in the introduction, but we are very lucky that my sister joined me on this podcast because I spent way too long trying to convince her to do this with me. Do you want to tell people why you didn't want to? <laughs> I mean, I think it was just like, you were like, let's do this podcast. Um, and well, that was the name. Much. Yeah, you the name. So the name was the first thing that I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. You know, I like it. But podcast, like I told you. Uh, you don't really I, like I, audio. Right. I'm a visual type of person. So she don't like the audio and she wants video. So we will definitely be doing video because I like video and I'm pursuing broadcasting and hosting. So it makes sense. We will be doing video, uh, and then when she comes home, 
uh, we will be in the same place, which will be obviously more helpful for chemistry. But obviously we grew up in the same house. So we got chemistry. Don't matter if it's over a screen or if we're in the same room. So just wanted y'all to know about that. It, it, it took a long time to convince the second keys because I couldn't do it without her. How, how could I? Name doesn't make sense. So anyways, moving on back to our hot topics. I know you went to see Spider-Man 3. I also went to see Spider-Man 3. Shout out to my friend Chad White. Uh, we went to see it. What did you think of the movie? I thought it was really good. Okay, so I can't say that I've seen the other ones. <laughs> so any of them? Like, I feel like I've seen maybe like two minutes, you know, just a couple minutes of something. I haven't sat down and watched all of them right. ever. Um, <laughs> because there were moments in the third one where I was like, okay, yes, I know who that is. You know, I recognize him too, you know, from the other one. So I'm not, like, I don't live under a rock. I knew. Um, but as far as all the extra past people, yeah, no spoilers, but I, I didn't know any of them. Um, but I thought it was good. It was cute <laughs> to me. Um, but yeah. Wait, so you never saw the uh, amazing Spider-Man with, Emma Stone in it, like the, the set, you don't even know which one I'm talking <laughs> Like I said, when I saw the other previous ones, I was like, okay, I know who they are, you know? <laughs> Not by name, but those are, they were Spider-Man. <laughs> oh my oh, God. Yeah. Okay, well, there was the first set of them with Tobey Maguire, and that was like, when Nikki and I were young, we used to watch it on like Showtime, HBO. It used to always come on. Mm -hmm. So that's how I had seen it. And then Amazing Spider-Man was when we got older. So yeah, no, that's funny. But yeah, no, I thought it was very cute. Love Zendaya, of course. And was like tapping Chad the whole time. Like when um, I saw Andrew Garfield, which you don't know which one that is, but he's the one from the Amazing Spider-Man. When he came through the portal, I was like spazzing out. So very good movie. We recommend it. Spoilers? What? Are you giving spoilers? I know. I just thought about that. I mean, look, it's been out for three weeks now. True, but I mean, I guess. Like, y'all got to grow up, which because which brings me to my next point. Insecure finale. People were in my DMs talking about why you spoiling it. Like, no, I had a slide on my Instagram that said, if you don't want spoilers, insecure, I'm watching right now, avoid. People were very upset about the spoilers in that. If you have not watched it, I'm so sorry. This is time to turn off the podcast for a few minutes, okay? <laughs> uh, I love Insecure. Andriana does not watch. What was your perception as somebody who saw it on social media? Did you, any clips, any memes <laughs> did you, that you saw? any clips I just saw like a couple of my friends um tweeting about it maybe like oh I wanted it to be whoever all along or and I know it wasn't good but something like this you know like they were kind of saying it was problems with them right they low-key wanted them to be together and then I, I like I, I've never seen it like you said so I don't even know who's with who I can't tell you a name. I don't know. Anything. Oh my gosh. Well, let me just give you the skinny. I'm sure they were talking about Lawrence. Okay. That's who she was with. Like when the show started. Okay. They've, it's always, I don't want to say it's been back and forth, but bottom line, she cheated on him season one. Are you going to ever watch this? No. You should. I don't know why you don't watch it. I think 
I think it'll be one of those where I'm late, obviously late to the party. Right. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was really good. Like, I loved it. I've done it with so many shows. Okay, so do you want me to explain the situation or are you just gonna... Because clearly you're watching Prison Break right now and you said you don't even remember. It's the second <laughs> right, time... You can go, listen, I'm okay with spoilers. That's one thing I don't really mind. Well, even... Okay, even... I just never understood that. My friend Deesh is just like that. Just tell me what it is like anyways I hate spoilers like deep in my spirit okay so do not hit my phone Khadijah last night I'm watching the South Carolina game and I'm behind I'm always behind she texted me said did y'all just see that upset (laughs) now I knew not to text you so I knew I was gonna wait for you to text me I was so hurt I was like I mean I'm literally like I think I had four minutes left in the fourth quarter and she was like, did y'all just see Missouri upset South Carolina? And she's always somebody who like plays around with spoilers. So uh, anyways, don't ever hit my phone about a game. I, I record them and I go back and watch. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so yes, Lawrence, the guy she had been with all this time, who she had cheated on in season one. Okay. They had broken up season four. They got back together, like second to last episode. Okay. Then he finds out the girl he had just like severed things with is pregnant okay so like now they're in a messy situation right they're in love over here and now there's a baby over here tragic which I had so many thoughts like Issa do we really need a black couple on tv to have like this unexpected baby I don't know that's up for debate but anyways they're together then beginning of season five Issa just can't deal with it she's like this is too much so they break up okay whole season goes by last episode we get these flash or these fast forward and they get back together and it's just so cute. It's just like beautiful black excellence. There's a wedding and oh my God, it's just a lot. So honestly, the only thing that I guess I've ever seen on social media, obviously besides you talking about it on your uh, stories <laughs> is the whole AKA deal. So I don't, <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know much about it, but that's seriously the only thing that I'm like, oh, that's the insecure show that they. Oh my about. gosh, uh, Ajana is a Z five B. Zeta Phi Beta, yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said like that, but uh, <laughs> um, um, but yeah proudly repping her letters and such yes oh but yeah no we don't need to get into that because like I said I don't even see it and all that right. stuff so okay well let's move on to a topic you are very familiar with that you love very much LeBron James his birthday was yesterday he turned 37 right and a lot is being made of it what are your feelings you know <laughs> Yo, she is obsessed with LeBron James. Yeah. So if yeah. she doesn't accurately convey this to you, I'm going to come back around and circle back and let you know how ridiculous she is. But yeah. go ahead. This is, this is my all-time favorite athlete, not basketball player, favorite athlete basketball player ever. I didn't say greatest ever, my favorite ever. Let's just, I'm just clearing some stuff up. But I was talking to somebody yesterday saying that, um, he literally like he gives back to the community. He, you know, he went from absolutely nothing to who he is now. He can literally 
almost get whatever he wants, you know? He's still amazing at basketball, like an incredible basketball player, athlete, just all these things. He's a family man, you know, just whatever. So, um, and kind of lets us into his life a little bit and not just like, oh, this is who I am and y'all will never know anything about me. So, oh no, he's great. Happy to see him leave, you know, another year. Our birthdays are closed. That's what I always say. We eight days. <laughs> eight days. <laughs> Many years, but eight days apart. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. That that to me, again, didn't convey how ridiculous you are about LeBron James. Just go to her social media. She always wishes this man a happy birthday. She's always like online, you know, caping for him, like telling, you know, going hard for him in the comments. Okay. The amount of fights, literally, I can't, I refuse to do it anymore. Like, I think maybe two years ago, I finally stopped because I'm like, this is literally stressing me out. <laughs> like, fighting trolls or just whatever, just his battles online. <laughs> and then in person against my friends and stuff, it's just like, no, this is too much. Which in basketball circles, LeBron James is always going to be a hot topic because there's always the conversation of GOAT and all of that, which you alluded to, but we won't get into that. That could be another day. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, no, Adriana, like the shoes, she's got sweaters, jerseys, used to have posters, I think, like, yeah, She's a real deal LeBron fan. So if by any chance this does blow up at some point and LeBron James wants to meet my sister, you know, come on, come on the podcast. Okay. Oh, you would pass out. Yeah. I wouldn't even make it on the podcast. Right. You would not be well. You would, it would. Yeah. We couldn't even start because of how chaotic that experience. Right. I always imagine the day that I meet him and Mm -hmm. Like anybody that knows me around, right. yeah, you you know that I'd fall out before I could even speak. So, right, the tears would flow, the nervous system would start to slow down. I get it. It <laughs> it would happen. Okay, some more basketball news. Um, Becky Hammond is possibly gonna be the head coach of the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA. Which, to me, honestly. Well, I want to know, what are your immediate thoughts? My immediate thought is that that's huge. That's huge for the league and women's basketball and just the game on that side and the WNBA as a whole. Right. Uh, I know that I saw something saying she would be the highest paid <laughs> coach. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just for her to be who she was in the league when she played to go and be under pop at the Spurs, obviously taking all that knowledge that she got from him. And yeah, I I think it's going to be good for the league and whatever team that goes, I think it's supposed to be the aces. Um, That's going to be big for them. I think. Okay. But this is what I'm having an issue with. And I haven't read any articles. I saw the the headlines the last couple of days when it was just kind of rumor and Anyway, it seems like they're moving a lot closer to this actually being a possibility. I just don't know what that says about the opportunity for a woman to be a head coach now in the NBA. Like Becky Hammond was the closest we were going to get, or excuse me, not that we were going to get, but the closest that we have to an opportunity. And I get that she's been passed over clearly for some, some jobs. And maybe she now realizes it's a lot bigger feat than, you know, she wants to expend her own life on. You know what I mean? But I just feel like if anybody was going to get a head coaching job, 
like she was going to be it. And now I feel like, well, if she comes to the WNBA, she's probably not going to leave and go back to the NBA. So I don't know. It feels like a step backwards in a lot of ways in terms of women's sports, excuse me, women in sports. Obviously it's a big deal for the WNBA, like for all the reasons you said, but I am worried about the progress in the NBA for sure. Yeah. I I see that. And maybe she'll do her five years in the WNBA. They'll see how she is as a head coach and then maybe something will go from there. But I think she definitely made her mark and they know like she was Pop's assistant, like, you know, big deal. Yeah. Hopefully someday she will coach the NBA. Not to say that the NBA is better than the WNBA, but that check is definitely a lot better. Um, And again, it's just another accomplishment for you know women to be respected on the same level um and clearly she had a lot of respect in the locker rooms with the guys so I don't know I just felt like you know it was just inevitable that it was going to happen but I can understand you know if you've been passed over multiple times like is it going to happen so I get it and apparently she's going to secure the bag in WNBA as well so right okay so I briefly earlier I mentioned the South Carolina game they were upset by Missouri, an unranked team. What were your thoughts? I know you only watched the overtime. What what were your what are your immediate feelings about that? Yeah, so I saw I all got like six minutes of the fourth quarter too. Um oh. plus overtime. So usually for me too, because the games, I'm seven hours ahead of Eastern time. So a lot of those games, if it's like a big one, I will stay up if I don't have practice in the What time was it? It would it would had to be like three. That's ridiculous. Or yeah. Um, and so I'm off today. <laughs> We're off for the next couple of days. So I did stay up and see some of that. Um, but usually, I, like you, I watch them back the next day or something. And I knew, I just knew when I saw, because I knew UGA and LSU were playing yesterday and then South Carolina, Missouri. And I'm like, Missouri might give them trouble. Now, I didn't think beat, you know, right. <laughs> but trouble. And I also didn't know that the game was at Missouri. So I'm always room for South Carolina. For the culture. Yes, I like to see them succeed. All Black team mostly and the Black head coach. So I like to see them do great things. Um, And they're good. And, you know, they fell short last year. So um, I'm rooting for them. And then definitely if you undefeated too, I'm always like, okay, keep going. Let's see how long you can, you know, you get that first loss and you're like, really? Right. Um, I was a little hurt that they lost. Um, I didn't think down the stretch some execution was not there. Right. Yeah. And, and you know what? I think ever since that Stanford game, and I, I'll, I'll admit to not really paying attention to it really before. I mean, I'm sure teams have played South Carolina in the zone, but it was just very obvious from the Stanford game on that teams are like deaf, like that, that is their main objective their their um main defense right like because South Carolina is quick they can take you off the dribble one-on-one so I mean it makes sense that the zone is a little more successful but you know when you're not shooting well at South Carolina you are going to have a hard time I mean what they in regulation in the fourth quarter I think both teams are at 50 points like that's not South Carolina's game necessarily like yeah. they want to get up and down and so like you said, I'm sure you knew about Missouri and how they could slow them down. So, yeah, I was, like I said, not watching at the time. I happened to turn on the TV. Like, I didn't even know it was close. Like, so I started yeah. in the first quarter 
like fast forward it a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's tight. I realized, you know, once I got that text message that it actually had, <laughs> had um, it was a really good game. But yeah, no, I'm. they look tired. I will say that. But, you know, it's always good for a team like that to refocus. Like they will lose and they will refocus and have a different sort of hunger the rest of the season. So you hate to see them lose, but maybe it lights a fire under them to figure out some things. Yeah, it was crazy is that I think they said Missouri had eight players available and their leading scorer, Blackwell, yeah. was not even playing too, which is just wild. But right. I mean, they, you know, they had a great crowd. They went in focused and right. gave it all they had. But definitely with South Carolina being so post-dominant, Aaliyah Boston, love her. She's just so mm-hmm. dominant. Um, and then having four fouls, you know, that's a right. struggle. But even still, if you just think like oh if they had only one second or point something more right of a second, oh she definitely thought she hit that which I mean obviously she did but yeah um yeah. the announcer just kept saying anything under point four it's like so what are we playing like <laughs> <laughs> call it and call it done right I just don't nope. understand you that. can get a little tip tap and then obviously that's her you know I didn't know that that was a rule like a blatant it seemed like oh yeah point three Wow. So, because they in the NBA, obviously, you know, you can go all the way up on the rim and t- give a little two tap with a finger, you know, it's possible. But, uh, <laughs> a little two tap. Yeah. So, I did see, I sent it to you on Instagram, which is basically how we communicate anyway. Instagram, Twitter, that's what I talk to Andrana the most is on social media, which I don't know if that makes us raggedy siblings, but that's just what it is. Uh, I saw Asia Wilson post uh, that playing at Mizzou is beyond stressful. Basically, they were talking about the arenas part of it. And Asia very sarcastically said, because we want to protect our brands, this is a great way to explain it. And I think most of us know what that means. It might be a little, uh, uh, I don't even, I don't even know how to, I guess, politically correct, like, or how to say it. But bottom line, uh, there's a lot of white people there, I imagine. And South Carolina is a very black team. So I imagine it may be a bit hostile, okay, for this program as they go in there, which for me to even be like figuring out how my words to say it is problem enough, okay? The fact that, you know, you can't even just straight up say like, oh, they're being probably being, it's a racist, hostile environment for young black girls. That should be able to be said. I did see Sophie Cunningham in the, the stands and appreciate her as a basketball player absolutely but her game has often stood for I guess this like opposition of well I I don't even want to say like black players but like this persona of black players because when she was playing it was oh she's feisty and passionate and she doesn't back down and got a chip on her shoulder well a black player is not allowed to be those things And when y'all see that in them, they're problematic and got to go. So I think that perception of Sophie, obviously she comes from that Mizzou program. I think that is probably, that probably plays into that narrative as well. You know what I mean? I will say that I've played in those type of environments and the college, I don't think of it too much, but especially in high school and you were at some of the games when you left and it would, I mean, just fans in the stands that our mom had to just go off on you know just because they're saying something 
crazy in a predominantly white school that we went to, I would say. Right. Um, and then being one of a few black girls on the team at the time. Um, and then just to go into these different environments, wherever they were in Georgia. And then you just got people just unbelievable, like just saying stuff. And you, well, know, you can just, just feel it. I don't even know what, what it is. I don't even know if I could particularly put my finger on what it is, but you feel it while you're playing. There's words like she's a bully. I can remember being at one of your games after I had graduated and somebody just kept saying that you were like, you were a bully. You were like pushing people. And I'm like, no, your daughter needs to get her weight up. Like this is an elite basketball player and your daughter's not like there's, there's not a, if you know basketball, you know that. And Again, it's like those little microaggressions, those words, the way that they're yelling, the things that they're yelling about, the location. For us, out in like Cherokee County, you know, some of those schools, you always felt that like little hostile, uncomfortable feeling. And like I said, I don't think you can always put your finger on what it is, especially when you're that young, but you know you feel it. Mm-hmm. Girl, I remember uh, this was either seventh or eighth grade. We were playing Cherokee and we got Starbucks cups thrown on the court that day. And Big John, girl, Big John, I'm going to hurt somebody. <laughs> we were so young. Like, I just will never forget that. And I have to ask Bree if she remembers that because I will never forget it. That is insane. Yeah. Starbucks, yeah, yeah see. Mm. And as a kid, you're going to keep playing the game or whatever. But like, yeah. as an adult now, Oh, we're calling the game. The game is over. We are right. done with that. Yeah. Like we are absolutely exiting this building because I'm not going to have as a middle school coach now, like absolutely never. Absolutely yeah. never. Well, that- uh, Russell Westbrook or whoever, <laughs> whoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm malice in the palace, bro. I'm just kidding. I was going to say, I know. I was going to say too far. <laughs> too far I, look I wish I were about that life I'm not um <laughs> but yeah mm. okay well to the main portion of our podcast our year in reflection you know like I said it's New Year's Eve we're looking forward to 2022 you know I don't think we're all making the mistake of you know new year new me I don't think we're making the mistake of this year is going to be better than Cause we don't know, we don't know what life has for us, but what are, as we reflect on, or as we look forward to this next year, let's reflect a little bit on the last year, how, you know, what did you learn? What, what things came of 2021? Um, I will say 2021, I think was better than 2020. Honestly, these years kind of running together in this COVID part. And it's just because of the COVID and I feel like it's, you know, we get so many things happening and deaths and all this stuff around the world. But um, it, it was a good year, solid year. What I learned, I don't know, just to live in the moment, I think really. I got to train a lot of young girls, help them improve in the game of basketball, which I love to do. Um, traveled a lot more than I had the previous year safely. And then got to sign a contract and come over here to play basketball overseas for my fourth year. So, um, and then having sat out half of the season last year and then to get a contract and come and play again. I mean, it was just living in a moment when I was on vacation, have fun, enjoy my friends or whoever I'm with. One of my closest friends had a wedding. I went there, you know what I mean? So just stuff like that. I got to rekindle old friendships and stuff. So um, living in the moment was definitely 
I don't know what I took from that, I guess. Because, man, like we all keep on saying, we don't know what the next day holds. We don't know what the next year, none of that. So just live in the moment. That Be is present. That's definitely a lesson I think younger people are learning faster, right? Like if it's, this were a non-COVID year, I don't think 16-year-old understands that. You know what I mean? Or younger than that. I mean, even at 20-something, right? Like you don't always understand the gravity of each day and living in the moment and being present, especially with social media and all that type of stuff. But I think kids, any anybody who has lived the last two years, I think has some sort of understanding of that, right? Like it could be gone tomorrow. Like our lives essentially just like shut down one day in a lot of ways. Kids were just doing Zoom school, you know what I mean? And I feel like they probably learned a lot. You did mention vacation and how much fun you had. Um, I was just thinking of all your photos um, on the beach. If you go to her Instagram, <laughs> she took a lot of photos. And look, that is the epitome of how different we are. <laughs> Just go yeah. look, go look at her Instagram. Go look at my Instagram. <laughs> That's how you know you had a good time if you got, you know, you did all these photo shoots and all this stuff. So. Right. Okay. Well, for me, I feel like, I don't know. I hadn't like thought about exactly what I learned this year. There's maybe not one particular thing I learned this year, but as I like reflect a little bit, you know, um, having transitioned from my job, losing my job and knowing that it's definitely was a situation that you know, God put me in this position to kind of light a fire under my butt to go after the things that I actually have always wanted to do. Because especially during the pandemic and in the job, I was working around basketball. So I was super comfortable, enjoyed it. And truly, when I first got the job, I told them, you know, my expectation was to be there three years, possibly four. And when I lost my job, I was right. This was immediately before my three-year anniversary of being at that job. So like, I was not upset about that news or that transition that had to happen because I knew that one, that is what I wanted from the beginning. Two, it was, it really felt like of, like of God's hand. And that's been true of every step I've had in my career. It's been, you know, I feel like God has moved the chessboard and it has become clear to me that, you know, that path is the path I'm supposed to be on. I'm very much a person that's like, if it doesn't sit right in my spirit, like then I cannot do it. It just um, has all has been always been how I am. And so I would just say I learned to not, not have my hands so tight around things that I think I need or want or whatever, right? Like continuing to live with my hands open, like not be too attached to one thing, but also to, I guess, go after your dreams, right? Like I've, I've got, I'm vlogging now we're doing this podcast, right? Like I'm just, figuring it all out, figuring out the brand, all that stuff, um, just kind of living and taking it as it comes. So, And you didn't have control over the situation, like a lot of people with COVID. I mean, you didn't have. True. True. Absolutely. Right. And things, first of all, things could be much worse. Like, uh, you know, thankfully, you know, our immediate family, everybody has been safe and okay. So like, it could be much worse. And I don't want to say I'm a, I'm not a total introvert at all, but like being in the house, being able to binge watch TV and just go work out when I want to outside, like that was my element. Like I would talk to people who were just so sad being in the pandemic. And I just was like, you mean I don't have to commute an hour to work? You mean I can binge watch TV and not have to feel like I should be out doing something else? 
You mean I could just go work out at 10 a.m. at the park? <laughs> like, I would just lay out, literally. I'd be done with my run at the park and lay on a towel and just, like, be taken in the sun. Just <laughs> living my best life, Andreana. Yeah. So That is another too though that we are different you are an introverted extrovert I guess that's what they say you you love to be in the house like that's you you'd rather stay in the house than go out and do all this stuff but when you're around people you talk you know you've always since you was younger they say you talk a lot so that's kind of you know um and then for me I'd rather not talk to people <laughs> but I don't know I I, I don't know well I guess it- I'm it's actually, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would guess that you are because like you said, when you are around people, like you're fine to like be social and, but you also, you've always been very shy. Like when we were growing up, Andreana was like on my back hip. Like <laughs> she's not trying to be the front. Like, well, there are some, there's a video that we should definitely release at some point where I'm just like basically pushing Andreana out the way of the camera. <laughs> but like, that's essentially who who we are I, I mean Andrana will pop out occasionally if she's comfortable in the situation yeah. right like that home video is like us at our grandma's house and we're you know trying to get down whatever so she's up there trying to you know twerk I guess and pop blocking and I'm like uh, excuse me my turn right but yeah I guess do you it's all about um how you get energy so for me I didn't understand that like I do love being in the house and I like to you know come down and decompress like that and I was like that in college but I did find like when I left college because I was around so many people all the time on campus when I left I didn't know like I still needed that like that's how I get energy like so it would be strange I would be like oh no I like want to be in the house all the time da, da, da. and then I would go out a friend would make me go out to do something and I would be like charged at 2 a.m. Like, that was just so great. I just love seeing my friend, you know, like, <laughs> so it, it's a balance. Like, I definitely like to binge and all that, but I do understand that, it, excuse me, now after some growth, like, I know that I have to be interacting with people for me to rejuvenate and have energy and, you know, feel like myself. So I wonder when, how you get energy. Do you, like when you're around people, you're drained or when you like staying, cause you don't really, you, you'll be on the move. Right. And it's not always with people, but you're always moving and grooving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like maybe my energy comes from not people. I feel like I would say that I feel like I like people less than you, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I actually did dislike people a lot. Like if yeah. I could be in a group of like four people, I enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, I'm always on the move all the time, constantly. Like I don't sit down when I'm at home, Right. but it's usually by myself, you know, or maybe with like one or two other people, it's not a lot of, so I like to be by myself a lot, but I can be people and talk a lot and do all this stuff. Like you said, if I'm comfortable. Well, and I think being overseas has made you a lot more independent. And obviously as you grow older, that, that happens, but I can remember when you came back after your first season and you would just like go and be doing stuff that, you know, most people would be like, oh, let me get somebody to go with me. Like you were just out there going, living your best life alone. Um, yeah. Like I will probably go to the movies by myself in a couple right, of days. Right. Like, 
no problem whatever yeah and i think that that's probably true of a lot of people overseas because my friend terrell is like that he's like secluded he's good to be by himself but he was like that in college too so i don't know if it was just overseas i think overseas life fits his persona or um shout out to the overseas players (laughs) (laughs) shout out to terrell right it could be chaotic i'm sure yeah. One day I'm gonna get out to visit y'all while you're in season. And I was supposed to come before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. So new year. So what is the new you gonna look like in the <clears throat> year's resolution? Um, I can't say that I always do New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. I might have like two things that I write down, but honestly, I'll be like the one laughing. Like y'all know them New Year's resolutions <laughs> gonna hold up for two months, maybe like not even. So, um, I did do, um, a vision board that Ooh. I made of some little things just to keep myself, hold myself accountable, but my are word for the, are these secretive? Huh? Is this a oh, secret? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like level up stuff, but that I'm, I'm done talking about stuff, you know, okay. like I put, you know, telling people your moves and all this stuff. So I just... <laughs> If you see, no, for real, if you see it, you see it, you know, whatever. Um, But I feel like my word for the year is patience, just to, it's still the living in the moment, because I feel like a lot of us, and especially at my age, are like, oh, when is this going to happen? When am I going to get, you know, this job or this house or this type of money or, you know, like, what is my future? Um, So just being patient and letting God's timing do its thing. When everything's supposed to happen for me, it will happen. That's it. I can only do my part, keep working hard, doing what I'm doing. And that's really all I can do. Yep. What is yours will know your face. Mm. Yep. Which I think I always have to like remind myself of that too. Cause it's like, you're always like looking at somebody else's thing or comparison is a thief of joy. So you just, you know, you, you grow to learn, like you can't do that, but but yeah, that's a good word. Patience. Okay. I think for me, I'm not a resolutions person, but I think that that, that might be a problem. It might be a problem because maybe I've become too hesitant of having explicit goals. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, but I do find it very annoying to be like, I'm going to work out four days a week. And then, you know, it's March and you're like, eh, that was a different, that was a different me. <laughs> I, I, no thanks, you know, and so anyways, I'll say this, these are some goals, um, which is all a resolution is, but I'm going to work out four times a week, <laughs> um, some form of fashion, like actual, like, cause to me, like walking is not a workout to me in my mind. And so mm-hmm. just actual, like good exercise, running at the park, going to some classes, whatever, four days a week. Then I've been trying to figure out this whole like reading thing. And I was talking to Colby, our, one of our uh, mutual friends, our old teammate. And um, she's a big reader. And I just was like, I just feel like that's the thing that people say you should do. But I'm, I've never been that person. Like I always, and I feel pretty educated, but a lot of the information that I ingest is through like videos, visuals. So I'll watch documentaries all day. Like that's my jam. But reading is just like, oh, but when I was commuting to work, audiobooks was my thing. All right. Like I could get in a rhythm, whatever. So I was 
taken in a lot of books that way. But since I've been home the last two years, that has not been the case. Um, you can see all my books down here at the bottom if you're watching video. But so, yeah, I just have been trying to like sift through like, am I just like buying into the hype? Which I don't think is hype. Like reading is good for you. I know that. But it's like reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, are you really better than me? Are you more educated than me? I don't think so. They probably got a couple words in there that, you know, new <laughs> words something from the dictionary that you might not know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm just saying, they say reading a book is like seven years, getting the experience of seven years of life of somebody else's life, right? So like you're not having to go through all the same things, but you're learning from that person's uh, seven year span of life that they've crammed into this book. So that I agree. But again, Fifty Shades of Grey, I just don't understand how you could learn more from that than if I watched you know, a two-hour two doc. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But that being said, I started another audiobook a couple of days ago. Um, it's called Ride of a Lifetime. I can't do those audiobooks. I have to see the words, too. Like, so is it on your phone to where you can see still oh girl listen Libby we need a sponsorship <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it's um I think it's a public library app yeah I just get them from the local library I put a hold on it they let me know when it's ready it comes straight to my phone and I just press play you know and I just speed it up to you know make it go by a bit faster in the car but I don't know I just it works for me the sitting down and reading is not always the best you got me the 1619 project book so I plan to actually physically read that but yeah I don't know audiobooks is where <laughs> I'm at so that being said I think I'm gonna get back on my audiobook grind even though I do am like rolling my eyes like people just say you should do this and so we're doing it I will not be reading fiction so that's that on okay. that <laughs> working out and reading books Working out, reading books. Oh, and getting reps. So my word for this year will be experience. I'll say that. Because in terms of like broadcasting and the hosting that I want to do, so much of it and how you learn is just getting reps, which is why we have this podcast right now. It's for me to work on hosting and articulating my feelings and all those things. So yeah, that'll be my word for the year is experience. So yeah, I'm looking forward to 2022 um, as I inch closer to 30. Like, oh my gosh, what is life? How do we get here? Right? <laughs> Time be flying. That's all I know. Wow. Particularly when you're just staying at home in, in a pandemic. It definitely yeah. flies that way. Okay. This is another one though that I'm curious about your thoughts because you obviously have a lot of downtime is social media. A lot of people are giving up social media. I feel like I see more young people trying to give it up or limit their time you know everybody always has that like status like I'm not gonna be on social media for a while so if you need me uh hit my line and it's like the people who need me got my number <laughs> or something like that yeah. yeah and I did one I find that very annoying uh but I mean y'all gotta do what you gotta do um if it's ruling your life then I get it I have always had a pretty healthy relationship I think like no more than the average person, but how, how, how do you feel about that? And I guess, do you even know what your screen time is? I don't know. And so that makes me curious. I'm probably going to look it up because I'm, I want to say, I'm sure it's a lot, you know, a lot more when yeah. I'm here. Right. Versus over there. Right. Um, 
But for me, social media has not been a problem, I don't think, either, just because I'm the way that I'm going into it. Right. Um, sure, you can go on Instagram and look at people's pictures and lives, but you you just realize what social media is anyways. You know, I'm not putting every single thing of my life on social media, especially, you know, so right. I, I know what it is and I can keep that balance of not drive myself crazy I guess right um from it but I get on it TikTok I'm on it <laughs> and I make <laughs> most of my videos on TikTok here than I do at home so like once I start making TikToks here you know I'm bored that's okay. all I'm saying <laughs> you know I'm bored and I'm scrolling on there and just making up stuff that I see so yeah when I see you um and you got your face beat and you making a TikTok I'm like yeah she's bored yep yeah, I mean, but, but it's fun though. I'm yeah. bored, and then I'm like, okay, let me go do my makeup. Oh, makeup! Uh, you know, I did that. I really, <laughs> really did that. Now let's go make this video. <laughs> so, yeah, I, but um, it, it lets you be creative too. Yeah, as you know, I just got on TikTok and have have not really caught on yet. I've been on for like three or four days, and I have zero followers. Why are you not following me? Oh, uh, <laughs> that is so me. raggedy. Did you start following me? No. Okay, so I haven't followed anybody though. I I figured I post on my Instagram, and I told you anyway. we didn't all run like, oh, let's run it. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm just kidding. Well, okay. First of all, the friend the friend rules are very different. The sibling rules. Okay. So you are supposed to be like, oh, let me go see what this girl is doing. That's what you were supposed to be like. Oh. Hey, what is it under? Mine? Yeah. Yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> let, let us know when you find. <laughs> girl, I typed Andreana Keys and nothing came up. And then I put Andreana Keys or it. it suggested- no, no, no. I definitely didn't use my whole name on there. Keezy underscore 10 or something no. like that. Oh. Eight keys, Tim. Okay, that. Hey, you got 967 followers? Girl, yeah. <laughs> Girl, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because, like, from when I was posting of me and Elijah going basketball TikToks or something, people oh, really like All his life siblings. These are yeah. cute, not gonna lie. Oh, gosh, when you were skating for half a day. Yeah, I, I thought I was about to have so many skating TikToks on there. And oh my quit. gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, Andriana came back from pandemic. My mom and I had already started skating. So she was about to join the gang or whatever. And then she was like, I'm a baller. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, because they started going like two times a week and just all this stuff. And I'm like, look, <laughs> ball is life. Skating is not. I need to let y'all just go because it's taking time away from basketball and me training my girls and all this stuff. So, <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, I um haven't been. I it was I went this week and it was the first time in like a month, which is crazy. The longest since we started skating that um I've been away from the rink, which is crazy. All right, y'all. Well, we have reached the end of our episode. I am. I'm not sure what I'm gonna go do the rest of the day. Um. It is New Year's Eve, but the pandemic is back full force. So I'm not going anywhere. I think I'm going to pop open some sparkling cider. I'm going to watch the New Year's shows because first off, that is my favorite thing to do. 
watch the New Year's shows. I hate going to parties and I can see it on the screen, but I don't know what they're saying. So this is like ideal for me. I'm going to probably watch the Miley one. I'll watch the Ryan Seacrest one. Watch some performances. Have me a grand old time. What are you going to do? Well, what time is it now? 12.49. Okay, so it's 12.40. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's late. <laughs> you know, it's already like 8. Yeah. About to be 9 o'clock here. So, so are you going to um, stay up till midnight? Yeah, of course. I'm going to stay up three more hours. Be like, woo, 2022. <gasps> and then I'm going to sleep shortly after <laughs> yeah because you stayed up till four in the morning yesterday yeah. I could not I could never I that's like my worst nightmare okay that's not true but staying up late is I just can't do it it takes me like a week to rebound truly and I don't even drink and like so it's just a whole thing but well I mean maybe make a celebratory TikTok you know or I mean you've you're already beat you know so you might as well yeah. use the face. Well, that's great that you think I'm beat because I actually didn't put anything on except these lashes. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it must just be my skin. <laughs> You're so annoying. But no, you do have, you do have good skin. You and mom. That's why I'd be so annoyed. Like, I don't say annoyed. That's not true. But like y'all just walking around glossy, uh, occasionally get like, you mom doesn't get any sort of pimples but yeah. like you occasionally will have a pimple no not me I'm on like medication now I'm like my skin is clearing up so like shout out to my derm but yeah. it also costs money and I'm putting whatever this is in my body which you know I don't like uh, but anyways yeah fabulous skin it's flawless thanks um, so yeah I'm gonna do I might do a little tiktok I got a couple that I've saved that I need to go do um, and finish, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll, I guess this, this will be how we catch up uh, most weeks anyway. Cause like I said, we only talk on Instagram usually, or if I'm in the car with my mom or Adriana randomly calls me or something. Um, so yeah, but come back, come back. you here. This will be fun and ever changing y'all. Um, Two keys in a pod. Yes, come back. <laughs> this was fun. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed it very much. <laughs>